Hello and welcome to the Agape Leaders Podcast. This week, we have a chat with Dr. Greg Mays. I'm so excited to be back here with you again this week and have something very special this week that God put on my heart actually yesterday, or well, I'm recording this on Sunday. And it was something that I had never really thought of and God just dropped it on me. And so I'm excited to be able to share with you, unpack it. I did do a TikTok on it yesterday. And so if you're looking for that, you can check out Saturday TikToks, the ones from Saturday, I think I did too. And you will see or kind of get a teaser of what I'm going to talk about today. So let's get started. What happened yesterday as I was walking to go pick up some food and God put these thoughts in my head. I was was kind of meditating or thinking about how in my life I used to be trapped by sin. And when I say trapped by sin, I mean, in my mind, I was living a life just doing what I wanted. And... I knew I was doing wrong, even if it's what I wanted. You know, we we live in this world where we say, hey, do what you want. You know, you do you, all those types of things. Well, the reality is we as Christians don't get to just do us. We have to do the Father. We have to do what the Word teaches us. That is important if we're going to have a walk that is right with God the Father. And so I was having this thought about being trapped in sin. And I said, and God reached his hand and pulled me out. And as I kept walking, this thought jumped into my head. God reaches his hand in to pull you out, right? But you have to grab his hand. Let that sit with you for a second, because you may be a person who's listening to this and you're saying, God, I want you. God, save me. And God is saying, I'm here. My hand is there. My hand is out for you. Grab it. And someone will say, well, why doesn't he just grab me and save me? Here's why. The reason why God does not grab you and pull you is because He wants the choice to be yours. And the only way for that choice to be yours is for you to grab a hold of him. The second you grab a hold of him, he's more than capable of pulling you out of any difficult circumstance in which you have found yourself. But step number one is you have to grab his hand. It must be your choice. Let me say that again. It must be your choice. I'm going to go off on a little tangent real quick. So many people want to use their intelligence, what they know, what they believe to be true. And then they get upset at God. Well, he didn't do this. Well, if he was a loving God, he would have done this. He would have done that. The reality is the Bible even teaches us that God's ways God's thoughts, 
are so much higher than ours. They're not the same. So just because you're thinking it in your mind doesn't make it right. God wants you to grab him so that it is your choice. He's not forcing you to do anything because that's something that you guys, some people say, well, well, don't shove that religion down my throat. You're forcing me. God's making me do. No, 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 no. That's why you have to grab his hand. So how do you grab his hand? Let me give you just a few things that you need to be doing that say, okay, I'm grabbing his hand. Number one, this is the most important one. If you don't do this, nothing else matters. Number one, we must accept what Jesus Christ did on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. We must apply that to our lives. If we do not, then we are sinners and God, we can't come to the Father because we can't be in a right relationship with him. We must be cleansed of our sin. We cannot sit in sin and try to sit with the Father. It doesn't work like that. This is why, have you ever been maybe sitting in church and the pastor is speaking or you're talking to somebody and all of a sudden you remember something that you've been doing or you know you've been doing something wrong and you have this kind of conviction, this uneasy feeling, right? That is God the Father, the Holy Spirit, poking you, so to speak. Hey, you need to do right. Hey, you need to get this out of your life. And so it is the number one priority is to ask the Father to allow you to apply what Jesus did on the cross for the forgiveness of your sin. Think about that for a second. You have sinned. God has created a way for you to overcome that sin. And now, all you have to do is reach your hand out and say, Father, I accept what Jesus did on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins. And he will apply that to your life. In Romans 10, verse 9, it says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. We must say, Jesus is our Lord. We must say that God, we apply, I apply what Jesus did on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins. And we have to believe that God raised him from the dead. That is you grabbing on to God's hand. And it goes on to say down at verse 13, chapter 10, Romans 10, verse 13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so that's the first thing you need to do to grab a hold of God's hand. And then the second thing, and this is <laughs> so important, we must put off the old self. 
We have to put off that part of us, that person in us who chased sin like it was a fountain of life. You know, I, I have to do this. You know, whatever your sin is, was, however you want to word that. In, in 2 Corinthians, Paul tells us that if anyone is in Christ, that he is a new creation. He says the old is gone and behold, all things have become new. Well, what do we mean by all things? What does he mean by all things? We no longer are required, we're never required, but we are no longer required to be bound in that sin that we were bound in. Paul writes in verse 18, all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. All that sin that was in your life, all those things that you pursued, they're gone. When you do step one, accept what Jesus did on the cross for the forgiveness of your sin, God no longer looks at you and sees your sin. He looks at you and sees Christ. And so you are not bound in that sin any longer. He has forgiven it, wiped it clean as if you never did it. And that is how you grab his hand. You believe that, you accept that, you put off your old self and you turn and you begin to focus on him. Now, I need you to understand this part. When you come to Christ, you come as you are. You come to Christ as you are. And he will cleanse you. He will change you. He will help you put off your old self. One of the things that people do is they get so focused on, well, I got to get my life together. Well, I got to clean this up. Well, I got to stop doing this. If you could stop doing it, you wouldn't need Jesus. It's so difficult to stop those bad habits. It's so difficult to stop those things that are pulling you away from God because you got the enemy over there just stroking your hair and giving you back rubs and massaging your feet and making you feel so comfortable in your sin. And so as a result, you're not motivated to get out of that. And then you go and you listen to a sermon or you listen to a person and they're speaking in such a way that you actually believe you can't come to Christ until you are completely changed. And that isn't true. You come to Christ to get changed. You know, my wife is a breast cancer survivor. Well, it would have been stupid for us to go to the doctor after waiting for the cancer to go away. No, no. We went to the doctor because it was the doctor who could take the cancer away. You go to Jesus because it is Jesus who can take the sin away. You don't wait. You go. And that is the way to grab a hold of God's hand. The next one is that we must reach out to other people who may need guidance in seeking the Lord. You know, once you grab his hand and he's pulling you out, 
as he's pulling you out, you reach your hand out and grab a hold of somebody else. Make a chain. So yeah, you grabbing God's hand and they're grabbing you, but by the virtue of you grabbing God and them grabbing you, they're grabbing God. And it, it may sound crazy, but, but God can do whatever he wants, right? And so you reach back to allow somebody to grab a hold of you. Some people may never open the Bible on their own. And so you are the only Bible that they may experience before they say, okay, God, I'm yours. Now, I started this saying that you, you have to accept Jesus, but before you can accept Jesus, you got to know he exists. And so I would encourage you to remember these words that are found in the book of Matthew, verse chapter, excuse me, chapter 28, starting at verse 16. It says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. How can you grab a hold of God's hand? By making sure that you are reaching out to people who need Christ, but they don't even realize they need Christ. And I'm going to add something, and I believe the Lord has put it on my heart to add this piece. Be persistent. Don't give up. Yes, they're going to push back. Why? Because they don't know Jesus Christ. So it just sounds like something that, that either you've made up or they've heard these stories. Be persistent. Persevere. Keep going back. Because even if they don't come to Christ, your faithfulness to God will allow you to grow and you to be ready to help others. And so stay persistent. The next way to grab a hold of God's hand is to be intentional about hanging around people who point you towards Jesus Christ. It gets so easy out here to just grab a group of friends and, hey, what y'all doing? Okay, I'm going to do that too. And what God is calling us to is to be around each other, not exclusively, but we do need to be around a body of believers, people who point us to Jesus Christ. I love this passage in 1 Corinthians 15. Paul writes, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. We must be intentional about hanging out with people who point us to the Father. This is how we grab God's hand. Because he's going to use those people as he's pulling you out. He's going to use those people to help you grow in Jesus Christ. And not only that, you will get to be 
I'm putting the air quotes up, those people for someone else. So it's important for you to hang around, to be intentional about hanging around people who point you towards Jesus Christ. I also reference in here Galatians 6. And I think it's because as you look in Galatians 6, and as, as that book is ending, Paul begins to talk about God is not mocked. And he says, a man reaps what he sows. Think about this. When you purposefully hang around people who will point you to God, you are sowing seed. And so as you hang around people who are pointing you to God, when difficult times come, you can begin to harvest that fruit of being able to call someone on the phone, being able to, to get someone to come out, to sit with you, to speak with you, to help you. This is being intentional about hanging around people is also sowing seed that you're going to need. And so I believe that's why God put that on my heart there. And finally, you grab God's hand by being humble. Humility can, can be very difficult. Let's just be honest with each other. To be humble, to put others above yourself, that can get tough. Let's be honest with each other. Especially, you think you know something and here is somebody trying to talk to you about that thing that you know better, I'm using the air quotes, better. It becomes difficult to be humble, but you gotta do it. Here's what Jesus said. Here's what, here's what James writes about uh, being humble. He says in James 4, verse six, I'm starting at verse six. It says, but he gives us more grace. He, the Father, God the Father. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. He says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and well. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. It is so important that you take a humble posture and it will change your life. You don't have to always be right. If you're right, you're right. But if you are starting to think, mm, I might not be right on this one, say it. Don't worry about, well, they're going to look down on me. It doesn't matter what they look you need to be focused on what does God say? How does God view me? Because remember, we just read, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Do you want God, God's grace in your life or do you want him opposing you? It is so important to grab his hand by being humble. Now, as I said in the TikTok that I referenced earlier, grabbing God's hand is easy 
and it's difficult. It's easy because we have the word of God. It's right in front of us. We can read it and we can just do it. What makes it difficult is that sin nature, that sin pull. We, we want to do what we want to do. And you got enough people around telling you that God doesn't exist, that this is not real. They'll tell you that you got to do you. It is so important for you to believe in yourself. And you can believe in yourself, but you better be believing in yourself through God the Father. Believe in God and then trust that he will push you forward. That, that's the belief. And so this is why I say that grabbing God's hand is easy, but it's also difficult. And the difficult can become easy when we allow God to guide every part of our life. Well, I pray that you enjoyed this episode. I pray that you will seek a life of grabbing God's hand and allowing him to pull you out of that sin that you may be trapped in, that relationship that you know is toxic and you need to get out of it and you don't know how, grab God's hand. He'll pull you out. And so go back and listen to some of those, those five ways to grab his hand. And those are not by any means all inclusive. So I pray that you maybe you'll ask the Lord to start speaking to you. Lord, how can I grab your hand? Let me pray for us, and then I will get us out of here. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Lord, I pray for all who are looking for your hand. I know your hand is not hidden from them, but they may be so so deep in their sin, so in such a dark place that they won't even open their eyes so that they can see your hand is right in front of them, that, that it's not hidden and give them the strength and the courage to open their eyes and to grab your hand and to pull them, that you would then pull them out of this life of sin, this toxic life, this life that is pushing them away from you. We thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. We praise you in Jesus' name. Well, that's all we have for this week's Agape Leaders Podcast. Until next time, you have a blessed week.